Welcome everyone to Black Explaining, where we try to rationalize all things related to the culture. I'm Jay. I'm Lo. I'm LB. And we are Black Explaining. How's everybody doing today? I'm doing great. I'm wonderful. Good, good. Prayers as a group, as a collective, to DL Hughley. Um, Lo, can you give us the, the rundown on what happened with what's going on with DL? Well, apparently yesterday he was performing um, his stand-up and he started slurring his words. And then the next thing, he passed out cold. They had to call an ambulance. He was treated overnight. But apparently he is resting and getting better. So we just want to definitely uh, lift him up in prayer and hope that we'll see him back on the road shortly. Yeah. Sometimes I think, we, um, you know, a lot of times we might be overworked. We work very hard mm -hmm. out here. Yes. And maybe hopefully it was something small like that. He just needs some rest and come back 100% strong DL. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, I hope it's um this dehydration. It's just a quick reminder that, you know, we grind real hard and we just got to take care of ourselves. So once yes. again, you know, thoughts and prayers going out to DL. He, let's, let's, let's get into it. Juneteenth. Happy, Happy Juneteenth. Are we celebrating? Oh, no doubt. I know I'm celebrating this heavy forever from here on out juneteenth it's an official holiday on my catalog what about yours lo well i'm gonna celebrate all weekend i started uh yesterday and just having a really blackity black 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 weekend and yes. you know and this black, is gonna be a tradition absolutely yeah <laughs> hey i have a, a quick fun fact i know that um juneteenth is new to you know a lot of people out there um, I've known about it for, for, for quite some time, but actually digging in and, and really respecting it as a holiday as far as celebrating it, I have to say that, that from here on out, I will, but I haven't been doing so much in the past. But this whole Juneteenth is really causing me to learn more, educate myself, and, and, and really put in perspective a lot that, that, that I may have taken for granted. But on January 1st, 1863, that's January 1st, 1863, um, Abraham Lincoln issued the Emancipation Proclamation at the height of the Civil War. On paper, slaves in Texas were free, but they were not aware of it. Texas slave owners kept the news to themselves, delaying emancipation of a quarter of a million slaves by another mm. two years. And they did, in reality, begin to let the slaves know after cotton harvest time. Oh, they went ahead and, and made sure that they, they got those profits before they, uh, they let the slaves know. So, you know... A little, a little bit of uh, just a little a fun fact about um, Juneteenth. Also, on um, the piggyback on that, June 19, 1865, Galveston, Texas, there was the last group of um, enslaved uh, Africans that would have been emancipated on that. And the person that did that was a Union Army general by the name of Gordon Granger. So, we definitely got to give big shout outs to Gordon Granger, who works for the Union Army. He was the one that was basically delivering the news to make sure that all people are abiding by the new emancipation law. So Juneteenth, you know, June 19th, 1865, was when the last um, proclamation that all slaves in Texas were free. So, so that's when the party began, right? 155 years ago, that's when the right. celebration began. So, yes. And so really they owe us two years of, of, of celebrations as well. Yeah, I know for Juneteenth, um, the way that I celebrated, I did get a chance to go down to D.C. to the wharf you know, get my blackity black on, get a half a bushel of crabs. We just had a nice little get together, put some uh, sausages on the grill. We did watch an episode of Blackish. With that, in Father's Day weekend, is this is this a gorgeous time to be alive? 
popping fireworks in the neighborhood. I mean, I was just loving it. It was and from this day on will definitely be something that I celebrate annually. And now Juneteenth will definitely be, you know, one of those things that, you know, I got to put in the catalog for the family to enjoy. What about you, love? Well, I spent the day um, basically in reflection. I wanted to give thanks to those that came before us because I think that's really important. To never forget, you know, our forefathers, both enslaved and, you know, all the way leading up to this point. I think that's really important. Um, I felt inspired, rejuvenated, you know, felt the sense of just resiliency from our people, you know, just to knowing that everything that they had to struggle through, that at the end of the day, they came out on the other side and we are the living dream. Yeah. But one thing I do want to mention, I watched this documentary. It's called the uh, Black Power Mixtape from 1967 to 1975. So check it out. Um, Stokely Carmichael's in it, Angela Davis, Bobby Sale, like the whole Black Panther Party, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Louis Farrakhan. It's just, um, it was amazing. So check it out. And would you keep that on? It was on regular TV. And what's yeah. the name of it again? The Black Power Mixtape, 1967 to 1970s. Yeah, I think we'll be able to pull that up and anybody else who's interested. Absolutely. Um, I spent my day, uh, I didn't do a lot of the really uh, celebrating in a sense, but I did do a lot of studying. I read up mm -hmm. on some uh, some fun facts about uh, Juneteenth. I watched a couple of videos just on YouTube. I just put in um, Juneteenth and, and, and just, you know, I relished and, and sat back. I did a, a little bit of posting. I posted a, a couple of videos and, and, I, and I encouraged everybody. Let's, one thing, this was a post that I put on, uh, on my Facebook page. I put, um, let's celebrate Juneteenth and educate ourselves as well as others about our triumphant past, present, and future. So I think that that's one of the things that, that, that we really need to focus on. I think we need to utilize Juneteenth as an opportunity to really study ourselves and learn who we are as a people. And that'll just boost our pride and morale and, and make this movement even stronger. Because right now we have the energy, mm -hmm. but all we need is, is, is the organization and the understanding of what we've been through. And I think that'll carry us into the future much more stronger. We're already brave. Happy Juneteenth, everybody. Happy Juneteenth. Happy Juneteenth. And with that said, one of the cool things I was noticing with Juneteenth, there was a lot of um, companies that was selling like t-shirts, you know, like happy Juneteenth day and all the other stuff. We are constantly being inundated with a lot of individuals trying to infiltrate, you know, our movement. And one of the most important things that we have to ask people when it's time to, um, to trying to make a purchase is whether or not are you a black supported business? Because that's something that we definitely want to uh, support. So how y'all feel about the um, misappropriation of um, Juneteenth by other people that's just trying to get in and make a profit off of our pain, so to speak? Um, I'll chime in very briefly. I think that um, even if it's not a black business, where are the proceeds going? You know what I'm saying? Whoever is making these, if it's a black business, great. You know, definitely, we, I have nothing against that. If it's, if it's not a black business, I think the proceeds need to be headed in the direction of empowering the community. What do you think? America is, uh, you know, we are culture vultures. We are, you know, white America are co-opters and that's what's happening. They're co-opting this so-called movement. They're co-opting Juneteenth. You know, they want to be a part of it. You know, unfortunately, mainstream America doesn't like to be, they don't like to feel separated and outside, even though they like to make other groups of people feel that way. And so, yeah, they're co-opting this holiday. They're going to make it mainstream. You know, companies are going to 
give off all of their employees, white, black, whomever, and that's the American way. Unfortunately, I don't like it. I think it's disgusting. It's annoying. And I think that we should, on Juneteenth, you know, take that time to give back to the community. Yes, and support black business. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, I think we need to push for this to be a federal holiday as well. Yes. Oh, so yeah. Definitely sure. endorsing June. To and buy black. Federal. Buy black needs to be a part of that. Buy black. Don't spend money, you know, in mainstream stores or whatever on Juneteenth. Absolutely not. Let's show the impact and the power of the black dollar. Yeah, I think Cory Booker and um, Kamala Harris. I think they actually <laughs> tried to um, sign legislation to make that that pass as a federal holiday. So definitely, mm -hmm. I hope we can get an extra day off and work. You know. Side note, Kamala Harris with VP. Nice. So, all right, <laughs> on to um, more fun stuff. Alicia Keys versus John Legend, Battle of the Keys. I enjoyed it. I love when they played the piano. Uh, the lip syncing caught me on guard a little bit. It was a little bit of a sound delay. But once I realized what they were doing, I was like, okay, I can dig it. I like when they harmonized, but specifically stuck to the piano. I mean, I felt good. When it was over, I was like, this is what we needed. It was really uplifting. You know, you felt like a sense of, you know, it was just a vibe. Like Alicia kept saying, it was a vibe. It was. Fitting for Juneteenth. So I was excited. I felt blessed to be a part of it. I thought it was pretty awesome. I do agree with you, um, a lot of the lips. Because when I hear Alicia Keys and John Legend, I'm thinking, mm -hmm. okay, I'm really going to watch them go crazy on the keys, you know, and, 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 and sing. Because these are some true talents. One thing I have to admit about John Legend and Alicia Keys, they are true talents. Mm -hmm. And I think it was mm -hmm. a good battle in the mm -hmm. sense that they are cut from the same cloth. Yes. So to see that, um, that energy was, was, was definitely on point. Me personally, mm -hmm. I thought John, and this is not enough, because I know he helped write a lot of these songs and produced them, whatever the case is, but I thought he was playing a lot of um, songs with, rap songs where he was doing the chorus. And that's what? just not what I was expecting when you tell me it's gonna be a versus Alicia Keys and, and John Legend. I thought they were gonna be sitting behind that piano. We are right. ordinary yeah. people. That was the best part of the night <laughs> when they did do that. Right? Yeah, they should have stuck to that. Oh, that's let me just make this one more point. The Kanye dick writing like that, I could have done without it. I want to throw up in my mouth. I'm like, dog, Kanye's canceled. Like, no one cares about Kanye anymore. Like, I still love never you. ever mention him ever again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, what, what, what's that shirt say, uh, say Jay for all our listeners? It says, I miss the old Kanye. Yeah, ain't coming back, y'all. He's a maggot. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. Yeah. So, so you know that, but so who, who are we picking? I, I think I'm, I think I'm at the end of the day, I think Alicia, I, man. I think Alicia was just in her zone, yo. She was just straight sucking it. I mean, she's just everything. I'm going to give the cliche answer, the culture <laughs> one. Uh, yeah, <laughs> true that. Culture the, one these, the one thing about these verses that I've like, especially since like RZA versus mm. um, DJ Premier, mm. it, it's not so much adversarial. It's a celebration of our music instead of like, my song is better than yours. And I think when verses first came out, it was presented like, okay, let's see who's the best. And I liked how we kind of, flipped it a little bit to be like, look, this is mainly a celebration of our art and enjoying the music. Cause you know, we all stuck in the house. We all in quarantine and between that Beanie Man, I'm just, mm. that's just a part of my weekend routine is just to you know, pump on verses and just enjoy the freaking ride. So it's really an oxymoron cause the name of the show is Versus. Yeah. It's turned I into mean, that. But it's a yeah. celebration. Yeah, it's, it's, I think 
think it's a little bit of both because it I felt, I mean, there's a little bit of rivalry, you know, with celebration. Yeah, but it was, it, it was everything. It's, it's getting better. I think, I think yeah. each versus is just getting better and better. Even, even though, in my opinion, the Beanie Man Bounty Killer was the best one hands down, but it was just a different type of energy. But yeah. it's getting better. It I is. like what they're doing. Do you think that, um, and it's a little, I'm switching it, but I'm still on verses. Do you mm -hmm. think that uh, Jay-Z, because I know that DMX called out Jay-Z and I haven't heard a response. I kind of think it died down, you know, with a yeah. Mr. All. Oh, they rocking. But he definitely called out Jay-Z and I haven't heard yeah. Jay-Z say a nah. word. No, nah. he's, he's probably feels like he's too, he's too above this platform. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, I'm like, but if, but if John Legend and Alicia Keys, really? Are you bigger than John Legend and Alicia Keys? You know, I don't think you know so. What I think I think I think I think he I, well, I don't know and I'm not trying to stir up anything but maybe he just doesn't want that smoke. Maybe. And yeah, I'm above I'm above it is 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 a good cop out. But he's also very private too. He's he doesn't we don't really get that. We don't get that side of Jay-Z at all. So that but could be know, a part of it. Yeah, but you know, I actually think um DMX were actually in the top 20. I think DMX will actually take um, Jay Z. In my personal opinion, is this is this that it's that raw energy that that the mm -hmm. dog got? Yeah. <laughs> it is the raw energy, and if they do it the way they've been doing it lately, with kind of mm -hmm. like adding the performance aspect, it, it, to be honest with you, it might be a blowout. Um, if they yeah. up there performing, I'm hold on that one. if they yeah. performing, well, Jay Z doesn't perform. Oh, no. I mean, I mean, when you're talking performance, DMS is going to give you more of that energy. The show, I've seen Hove several times. You don't do that. He stands in one spot. Yeah. I mean, when they go on tour together years back? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It was, oh, my God. It was like Memphis, that. Everybody was there. And, and if, Ooh, if my calls me correctly, Meth and Red and DMX were heralded as the ones who stole the show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... It was Are the monster surprised? or something like that. What was the name yeah. of the one? The one where was Jay Z? I don't see him. It was a Rough Riders something, Rough Riders something tour that I saw yeah. with Jay Z and DMX and all them. It was hot. Memphis Bleak, all of them was there. Beanie. I guess, I guess you're right. Too. It's Beanie right now. Like, uh, oh my God! I said, where's Beanie Siegel? Like, can he? Can we give? Can we give that man his flowers? Like, wow. Oh, he's like one of my favorites of all time. Yes, man. His shit still rocks. A beat. Okay? Straight yeah. up. Yeah, that whole state property, I mean, that was just a great time to really enjoy hip-hop. I mean, yeah, Dipset, yeah, state property. Yeah, um, um, got the locks. Mm. 50 was pumping. I mean, that was probably the last the major time, wasn't no limit big around, around that time, too. Around that time. Maybe, like, right... Big around that time, right? Wasn't they kind of collided. Yeah, because yeah. No Limit was probably, what, 98-ish? Something around there? 98, yeah. 99, around 2000. When died, around yeah. when Tupac died, that's when yeah. they started to go. When Limit took oh, over. Man. You know, then Cash yeah. Money followed up. I mean, hip hop is a, is a true set. That's another versus. What if they did it? Oh my God! If they yes. said no limit in cash money, Woo! how would you feel about in that? But the whole crew, I'm that would be fire. You, they gonna have to pan out. That'll be an event. That should have been. I would pay for that. You know, Manny, Manny Fresh already went against Scott Storage. Well, yeah, on a production level, but yeah, I mean the whole the crew. I'm from yeah. a BG. Oh my uh, God, Lil BG. Wayne. I'm talking wow. about uh, uh, everybody coming from, you know, Mia X and, and, mm -hmm. and Silk and Shopper. You know that um, Master P just went on a tour. Well, it was, mm -hmm. he started the tour 
And then it, and okay. then the, the pandemic started, and but he mm. sold out the DAR Constitution not, Hall. It was. I'm a, not surprised. Yeah. Can you imagine? That's a party. It's That's a party. A party. Yeah, but hip hop culture is a beautiful thing. It is. Yeah. And you know what's the cool thing about Master P too, and this is probably just getting a little slightly off topic because you know we was talking about like Versus. appropriation of culture and everything else. You know they're canceling Aunt Jemima and Uncle yeah. Ben, but you know Thank Master you. P got a rights. Uncle P. Yeah, Uncle P. Oh Pease. wow. Okay. You know, Maybe he'll replace Uncle Ben. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna have to buy it. I mean, you can't mess that with and rap right. snacks. I actually used to keep the rappers. Mm. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. You know, rap I wonder why they don't sell rap snacks in this area. They're the only place they I've do. seen them recently. They, they I've never seen them. Really? Oh, I'm going to 7 Eleven. Maybe that's why. I've seen them down south, South Carolina. Yeah, okay. they have them here. Um, definitely at the 7 Eleven up the street from my house because yeah. I've seen uh, Migos. Um, yeah, Cardi B. Cardi B. Cardi B. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, um, Boozy, Lil Boozy. Yep. And I think he's on, um, I think Boosie do um, like ramen noodles too. So they're definitely wow. getting into like food and commerce, which I is mean, noodles. P does as well. Yeah. Oh, I mean, but we are we already know P is the ultimate hustler. I think right. that, that, that P is 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 and he stay independent. I think mm -hmm. to me, my my he's my personal favorite hustler in the game of all time. I just I just mm -hmm. appreciate his independence. He put on his mm -hmm. family. Everybody yeah. look. When you look around Master P, he's empowered his family and everybody mm -hmm. who um who he's worked with or been with for the most part have good things to say about P, especially back when No Limit was at his height. Everybody left with money, you know, and and, and they and they blew up. I think that he's a he's a he's a true hustle hustler. I think he put down the blueprint for I think what Birdman followed. And, and, and Birdman, you know, he's put out so many hits, so many classic acts, but I think that Master P is the one independent stay independent blew up his entire family hires who he wants does his own projects when, when i mean you just i just can't say enough about that type of uh hustle Ooh. give it up to master p yeah oh yeah no limits to Uja. i thought i told you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i got an hbcu confession that's oh. like a little guilty pleasure say yeah. what mo so what the HBCU segment is, is a segment in which we pull stories that um, college students uh, that, that, that attend HBCUs, that's historical black colleges and universities, um, they post these stories, just off the wall stories, and, and we'll just do a little bit of commentary um, based on what uh, Jay reads. Here's one, this is from North Carolina, anonymous from North Carolina A&T University. My boyfriend fucked me last night and put me out naked. He thought I cheated, but now that he realizes that I, did, that I didn't, and he wants me back, should I still stay with him? Because I'm literally outside nude. Yeah. What should I take? Wow. Uh, I'll let love female writing and a female perspective. I don't uh, want to say anything wrong. I'm going to let Lo lead this one. Hell to the nah, nigga. <laughs> Fuck that. You throw me out with no clothes on? And I didn't <laughs> cheat. I got innocent. Nah, fam, we good. See you next lifetime. <laughs> you know, my personal opinion is I'm in 100% agreement with Lo. I mean, I mean, even if she did, I mean, did you walk in and catch her red-handed and just kick everybody out? Mm. <laughs> oh, she might be naked outside if that's the situation. But I'm like, oh, you were wrong. Was it a suspicion, a hunch? 
what led him to believe that she was cheating and to be wrong and to go over the top. I just think that that's, a, and, and they're young, so they're in college. So we're talking possibly, they could be possibly 18, 19, 21, 22. You know, so, so these are young adults. And I think that um, obviously he, he was caught up in his emotions and went off. And I understand that people do get caught up in emotions. It sounds like he loves her, but I mean, we have to control ourselves. That's, That's what healthy love. We get caught up in our emotions and we do things that mm. are over the top. And, and some of these things we could be regretting for the rest of our lives. Losing a girlfriend at such a young age is something I believe both of them will get over, but we have to do better. I think we, you can't, I mean, what, do you, what is, what's your take, Jay? I mean, those are the signs of abuse. Mm-hmm. Taking somebody out butt naked and being a father that has a teenage daughter that just turned 14, those are the type of Red guys brain. that, you know, I'm like, look, you have to, we have to stay away from that. Yeah, those are That's prohibited. The, They're prohibited. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. But I just yeah, have one question, right though. Just, I, wonder, I just have one question, though. Like, she never said why she was naked. Like, why were you naked in the first place? Were you just laying around out naked? Like, that's I think he, was, I think he smashed and then he just, oh, he just wow. tossed out. Oh, wow. Nah, for you know, that's straight disrespectful. Nah, yeah, she has nah, to leave him. Yeah. She has to. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's you can't, some things are hard to recover from. No that's going back from that. That's, that's a tough Respectful. one to recover from. Yeah. All right, here, let me look for one more, one more. Okay. I just moved in with my man and he's getting weird as fuck. We was fucking and he had the nerve to say that I landed, that I landed on him hard and now his pelvis hurt. Should I be with someone that can handle a real woman of size? Shaw University. I think maybe so. I mean, <laughs> you know, we could, we could solve this one very easily, I think. I mean, if it's going to be a problem, sometimes people aren't um, sexually compatible, and this might be the case. I mean, obviously, she's a plus-size woman, nothing against plus-size women, but maybe he just can't handle the weight. And if he can't handle the weight, unless she's really uh, 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 considering losing it, or he's really considering putting on some bulk, you know, I mean, let bygones be bygones. We tried our best. It didn't work. I mean, I'm just struggling with the landed on. I'm like, what does that mean? Like, what kind of sex are y'all having? Y'all doing imagine. some acrobatics? Are you on the swing type thing? Like, what the hell is going on? You know, on? a little bit of suffocation. Like, that's not, you know. Yeah, that's not regular sex. So I'm more <laughs> interested in that. Like, we talk about landed on, but I don't know. I mean, you know, I mean, give the man a break. He has a sore pelvis. If you know, if she knows she's a big woman, give that man a break. Go easy next time. Oh, oh, she knows. You know? Me, me somewhere in the middle. Me somewhere in the middle. Ice them up. You know, work that, work that out. <laughs> I think homie got to get his weight up because you know, <laughs> or get find a girl. A good, find a good BBW is hard to find. So push up, do some thrust, pelvis thrust, man. You got, you got to stick uh, in there, man. Pelvis like, thrust. Just can't, you can't quit on it. Just That's can't right. quit on it just because you got a little bit, little bit of pain. But you know, you got to hit that gym. You know, wow. hey, it's a lot of sand at the beach. There you go. There he's you at go. He's at an HBCU. It's a lot. He got of, options. It's a lot of young women out there. I, I don't mm. think that, that. You know. I mean. You know. I, I don't even believe that at that age. That you know. How serious? I mean. I guess it works in some cases. And I do think you want to respect each other. You have girlfriend, sure. boyfriend, strong relationships. But I wouldn't suggest to my son that he uh, really. I mean. I don't know. Just enjoy yourself. You know. Grow up. 
take a couple of, uh, uh, you know, learn from a couple of relationships before you really lock in on one that you want to just settle down for the rest of your life. I figure 25, 30 might even be a good age to really start getting serious about relationships. At that age, they're trying to find themselves. A lot of them don't even know what they're going to school for. Figure out what a major, buckle down, get your, get yourself together, graduate, you know, and if, and if they can assist each other throughout that entire uh, uh, period of life, then, you know, maybe that's the one, but, you know, don't just, put all your eggs into one basket. Totally agree. Totally agree. Happy Father's Day. What about that, Lo? You gonna wish all yeah. the men happy Father's Day? Yeah. Definitely. Happy it's Father's it. Day to all the, you know, grown yeah. and sexy men out there. It's like, no, but you too as well. <laughs> well, yeah, yes. <laughs> so let me ask you guys. You like, fall I mean, into that category, right? right? I mean, you know. Me and Jay Wack. Of course, of course, of course. But so let me ask you guys, like, how do you feel like going into Father's Day? Like, what have you learned about fatherhood? Well, well uh, I let Jay do one. You want to go? Oh, I was about to say, since you were the uh, vet, why don't you? But I'll go. Well, um, I'll go. I mean, as a new as father, a no, I let the let the vet speak last. As a new father, you know, my son is going on three years old. Um, next month, so I'm very excited about it. Um, you know, uh, uh, the ladies in my life, you know, my wife, and just all the women who, who, who you know, family, whomever, close friends, they've definitely been been saying Happy Father's Day and. And, and giving me a lot of love, and I appreciate it. This will be my third one. I loved it since the first one. Um, it just gives you a new perspective on life, being a new father, having a son, and, and, and it just gives me something to grind for, something to live for, um, purple, purpose, um, and, and, and it motivates me to, to, to try to, you know, to, to live up to all my potential because, you know, that's what I'm instilling in him. You know, I have to be a good role model. So I, I'm just happy that Father's Day is a day to really take time out and say, good job, fathers. We, we notice you. Because everybody knows that Mother Day, Mother's Day trumps Father's Day. Mother's Day is the number one card selling day of the year. And mm -hmm. I even heard or saw on Facebook a meme or somebody posted that AR at uh, Walmart, they're selling Father's Day cards 10 in a pack. So I think that was kind of whack. <laughs> wow. Wah, wah, wah. So they're gonna give us the same car for the next 10 years. Basically. Right. <laughs> I mean, as the veteran, you know, 14-year veteran of Father's Day, I mean, Brian, he hit all the key points. I mean, it's one of those things that as a man, once you become a father, your whole life, you know, your whole perspective of life changed. I know for me personally, I became a lot more sensitive as a person. I then they cry all the time when I hear something happen. Still, you know, especially, you know, I, I have a daughter and I have a son. So things that happen with females, I definitely get very emotional because the first thing I do, I envision, you know, not only this is my daughter, but, you know, I got moms, I got sisters. So you definitely get more in tune with, you know, this thing, you know, this things in life. And now that I have a son that's 10 years old, and, you know, that's basically, you know, James number three, I'm trying to mold him to be the best man possible. And in this in this society, a lot of times I actually don't have the answers because the answers that work for me doesn't seem to be applying in today's, you know, whatever. You know, eventually we'll have to have a conversation about what happens if the police approach you walking from the bus station. We try, I mean, he's still young and, you know, he's still young, so it's like, Having these conversations is way above his head. So maybe when he's maybe 12, we'll re revisit that or wait, you know, whenever he gets more mature to handle that, we'll revisit that. But these are definitely the things that, you know, 
you lose sleepover. You lose sleepover, and then when stuff happens, you grieve when parents grieve because you know that could easily be your child out there. So, yeah, for Father's Day, it's just one of those days that, you know, I definitely appreciate it. You know, my family showers me with love, but more importantly, and this is mainly a, just a message to all fathers out there, this is definitely your day. If you're a father and you're not in your child's life, every year this day comes around, this is a mm -hmm. healthy reminder to be active in your child's life because your child needs you and your yes, child loves you. Even mm -hmm. when you're gone for a little bit of period of time, regardless of the situation, either, you know, whatever the situation may be, I don't even want to get into that. This is the time to renew that, renew that vow that you have with your kids and being your kid's life. Because now more than ever, your kids definitely need you. So that's my happy Father's Day. So Thank salute you. to all the men, all the uncles, all the stepfathers. And a happy and Father's Day, gentlemen. And I want to piggyback on one thing you said right quick. I know we're, um, our time is coming to a close, but um, when you said that, that, that you know, let, 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 we need to talk to our kids about, you know, different scenarios and situations that they'll get into, you know, growing up, especially our young males, I think never, it's never too early to start those conversations. Because, um, you know, I, I was a teacher and I taught elementary school. I'm an elementary school educator. So fifth grade is around 10 years old. And, 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 and these kids really understand more than we really give them credit for. We mm -hmm. definitely need to have these conversations with them as early as possible so it'll be second nature to them. Even if they're not grasping it consciously and giving it back to you like you want it, they're getting it, you know. Okay, they're yeah. getting it. They're getting it, and 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 the more you do it, the easier for when it, when they when they do get to the point of life where they could you know regurgitate and, and, and those uh, things back to you, they'll be able to express themselves more clearly and understand it more. The earlier, the better. Let's get started. The earlier, the better in educating our kids, and even with the tough conversations, and especially our young boys and our and our women too. I mm -hmm. mean. All of our young. Yes, absolutely. Good advice. Yeah. Good advice. Yeah, definitely. I'm gonna definitely take heed of that. I know we um we try to discuss um the um uh, wasn't um what's the one that got shot in Georgia? My my mind is Ahmad. Ahmad. And you know, I was talking to him about that because you know the kids in the neighborhood they like to play and stuff. And I was trying to rationalize about him, like you know, stranger danger. And when you see somebody, you know. Your duty is to do not interact with them. You come home to your parents. That's what your parents are here to do. And, I mean, he's he's 10. He's still a childish 10. And like you were saying, you know, that's something that I'm going to have to definitely work on. I need to be more conscious of that and yeah. not just dismiss that, oh, he's he's kind of baby acting and, you know, things is going to work itself out because a lot of times it don't. So I appreciate that advice, and I'm going to definitely – take you up on that and just yeah. constantly just keep hammering that conversation even if it is uncomfortable or even when I, if i think you know he's just spacing out just want to play freaking Definitely. mario all day. well so. that was a great episode of uh black splaining going in and take us out jay all right so we want so we about to uh, head on now so but before we go let's plug our social medias you can follow me at jd underscore gatlin jr at pretty much Instagram, Facebook, I'm here for you. What about you, Lo? I'm on Twitter as Miss, M-I-S-S -S underscore Lola, and I'm on IG as YoYoMom007. 
And I'm Lace Bombs on IG. That's L-A-C-E-D-B-O-M-B-S on IG. And this is Black Splaining. Peace. Peace.